Good evening, everyone, and everyone listening. This is Connie Lingus here doing an intro again after a little while of not doing them because of interviews. Here with... I'm back after I recovered from my mad cow disease. I'm back. Also known as Peter, here for another edition of Category Is Drag Cast extravaganza i'm saying no enthusiasm there that's because i don't need to give enthusiasm because i was watching drag race the other day and for a little while papa ru would just call it extravaganza so i feel no need to do better than him today on our this is your fault ru today your fault today on our show we shall be discussing the world of drag music and I shall be giving a wide variety of recommendations for uh, drag music across personality, country, and genre. So, we shall begin. So, uh, the first batch of recommendations is going to be pop bops. Yes, pop bops. These are a list of songs, and we'll play a little segment of each song after I talk about it. Please don't sue us. The first of our pop bops is the single My Cabana by Crystal Mesh, who we shall actually, in fact, be speaking with, and uh, you'll hear that interview in the coming weeks. So here is a clip. context uh crystal is a brooklyn-based drag queen has uh started doing drag and then started dropping music under their moniker uh i would describe this song as magical clouds devin walsh making a more fun pop song it's a just a very nice and catchy hook i was when i was doing my research the hook and i'd say the lead up to the hook kept on getting stuck in my head so i think for a pop song that's what you need it needs to be catchy you need to stick in your head so if you like that give that song a listen uh further uh the next song i'll uh give a little toot toot is a flash pose it's a single uh that came out recently by pablo vitar and charlie xcx and here is a clip We can dry this out 
song is pretty interesting in that so Pablo did a song with Charlie before on one of her projects and I guess this is just the you scratch my back I scratch yours it's a fun pop banger with some quotable lines and a catchy hook it's just a good have fun have a good time song and uh I think Pablo and Charlie do a good job at just vibing off of each other. It feels like a very natural combination and you could tell that they have a um a good working relationship. Also wanted to mention that uh Pablo is a big um musician coming out of Brazil, Brazilian drag queen. So I'm glad to represent some Brazilian, even though the fact that the song is still in English, but it's cool. If, Does it seep into any of the music style? Um, yeah. From my understanding, she has some songs that are in Portuguese, but I think just because this is like a collab with uh, Charlie XCX, kept in English, you know, broader appeal. So, yeah, uh, check it out if that sounds interesting to you. Uh, keeping on with the foreign stuff, uh, we have uh, the single, uh, and pardon pronunciation, because I do not speak Bulgarian, uh, Sen Trope. Uh, it's a single by uh, Aziz, I believe that is the pronunciation. Could be Aziz, we don't know. Yeah, who's to say? But... Uh, here's a little clip. describe that song as a pop song for the pop fan who likes being worldly with their pop listening, likes to dig their hands into something that they may not understand, but they they understand the feeling and the emotion that comes from the music. It's it's a very fun track. Uh, very unique, too. Uh, you don't often hear pop songs in Bulgarian, and it's interesting to hear a pop song coming out of a Bulgarian drag queen. It's it's a it's a match made in interesting, I think. And uh yeah, if you find that interesting as well, uh, give the song a listen. I as this show's resident Polak just went to a Polish festival not too long ago and they were playing a lot of Polish pop music. There's something that works about Eastern European pop discoish sort of thing. So, yeah, and similarly, uh our last song within the pop pops category is a uh, song that was both on a uh, soundtrack actually the soundtrack to the movie spy with melissa mccarthy and also on the artist's album dore me this artist being uh pardon my pronunciation because i do not speak for a uh, ukrainian uh verka serdushka and uh here's a clip <laughs> Yeah. 
Sieben, sieben, Alolo. Sieben, sieben, ein, zwei. Sieben, sieben, Alolo. Ein, zwei, drei. Sieben, sieben, Alolo. Sieben, sieben, ein, zwei. Sieben, sieben, Alolo. didn't remember this song from the movie spy i've seen that movie i think it's decent but it's interesting that a ukrainian drag queen got a song on a super hit movie soundtrack and it's a very it's a it's a weird song too not weird in a bad way but i'd call it more so quirky and for fun the accordion that you hear throughout the song just gives it such a jovial i think exciting feel and it makes it a lot of just silly enjoyment like verka seems to be like an artist that makes a lot of uh like jokey type songs uh it's cool to see someone doing that coming out of the ukraine considering that like ukraine and russia has historically been kind of iffy uh that's putting it mildly about lgbtq issues so it's cool to uh see that representation and also just have a funnel song come out of it when you have an accordion you're either going to make the song really sad or really happy it's nice to see that this one went to the latter yeah definitely so moving on from the pop bops we got some more bops but of the hip hop variety so I would say that this is going to be the most mainstream artist and musician we're going to reference here, but it's worth referencing nonetheless just because of, I think, how much this artist's popularity has grown recently. So uh, we're going to play a little bit from the song uh, Erasure, uh, RuPaul Drag Race fame, Aja, uh, with off her EP All Caps. So here you go. Don't erase my song. I've been feeling so small. Where did I go wrong? I've been giving my all. Don't erase my song. Sometimes I wish I could cry all day. Something to make all the pain go away. Something to wash away all my mistakes. What is the price that I have to pay? It started when I was really young. Before I could walk, I was learning how to run. Learning the places that I could hide the hurt. In hopes that the next step wouldn't be the gun. I was in search of the love that was missing. Cause to be loved, it was the only mission. Stuck in a broken hearted tradition. I really enjoy this song. It, it's interesting to me, I think, how much Aja's popularity has grown, I think, specifically because of her music. It's interesting to me, too. I always thought that she was, like, kind of on the more underrated side. But, like, I didn't expect her popularity to go, like, up as much as it did. Yeah, and she's just released a lot of music recently. And she's super big on Instagram now. And I could understand why, because I I think of a lot of the rapper types to come out of RuPaul Drag Race specifically. Aja is one of the more skilled and talented. It doesn't sound awkward or forced. It sounds like something she really likes to do and something she's good at. 
what I like about that song is that it's got a dark modern beat to it, and Aja just smo- uh, flows so smoothly over it, and the lyrics are very thoughtful, which is, again, something I appreciate, because I think a lot of the time, again, with the RuPaul Drag Race girls, uh, the music leans a little more vapid lyrically, to put it lightly, it's not necessarily a bad thing, because I think at the end of the day, a lot of them are just trying to make fun party music, and fun party music usually doesn't need to be deep. So it's nice for uh, there to be the occasional exception. I'll, I'll shout out uh, briefly Honey Davenport's uh, music. Won't play anything by it, uh, because it's more of an experience, I think, uh, what she has out, the Raw and, Raw and Unfiltered EP. A uh, really good collection of music videos and songs. Feels uh, Lemonade-esque for all you Beyonce fans. And uh, very good modern R&B, hip-hop type stuff. And again, very skilled with the mic and good singer. Uh, so we're going to move away from hip-hop bops. That was fast. Yeah, I, a, a lot of them generally don't lean towards hip-hop. They'll do... Uh, Most of them are a lot more poppy. Yeah, and they're like the exception. Like Evie has her... Uh, like She has a couple rap songs, I believe, and they're fine. Uh, if you want... Well, I want to throw in my um, own vouch for an Evie song here. I really did not expect to enjoy Dalla, dollar sign, Ein. Um, that is how it looks, you know? Some people can call it Dalla sign, but those people are degenerates. It's Dalla, dollar sign, Ein. It's a good song. I actually really enjoyed it. It, like, had a nice beat, and Evie really knows, in my opinion, she's really good at maintaining this intense flow that, like, isn't, it isn't too strong. It's like, it's good. It's tough to explain how it's good, but it's good. Can we play some of that? Yes, we'll play some of that now. So it's time to get it in. I grab my piggy bank and call a couple friends. The dollar store's the only place I find my zen. Cause flashing ain't worth cash and more than 99 cents. They got candy and ice cream, nice interior lighting. They got drapes and they've got tape to tuck my dick for your liking. I grab crafty shit and kitty toys and coloring books to help me find my inspiration for these dollar store looks. Snatch your dude in aisle two. I'm a dollar store crook. Keep them whipping all them deals up like a dollar store cook. I found some knockoff gas and guess how many dollars it took. When I could still stock up on caffeine, left a dollar dollar. It's a good song. Yeah. I like it. Next, we'll go to dance bops. One might argue that there's a decent amount of overlap between what constitutes a pop song, what constitutes a, a dance song. It's tough because after 2009 through 2012, all the pop and the dance songs decided to merge into one. Yeah. And then they separated, but we still haven't fully recovered from that era. Yeah. So it's tough to tell the genres apart sometimes yeah but i think once y'all listen to the song you'll understand why i separated out into dance uh so the song is distortion off the album raw by uh kevin uh aviance and m arana and here it is
about uh, this. Uh, Kevin Aviance, or Aviance, pardon my lack of pronunciation skills. Pardon our French. Yes, uh, is a New York-based uh, drag queen, part of the house of Aviance, or Aviance. That drag house is one of the more famous ones that come out of like the big like ball era, like drag ball era. The dragoning, we'll call yeah. it. Uh, so it's it's cool to see that Kevin has still been making music and continuing to do so after so long. Um, I really enjoy this song. It's it's a moody dance beat with uh, hypnotic vocals laid over it. It's very entrancing. Uh, one might call it a trance song, but I don't know enough about specific EDM culture to tell you if it's trance or not. Uh, we're going to move on from the dance bops to the rock bops. Uh, I was surprised to hear that we're going to have rock bops to talk about. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, there's there's a lot. There's, there's a range to this music that you might have to do a little more deeper digging, and I think it's because of, like, the exposure that this music gets because of RuPaul's Drag Race. How often are they lip syncing to rock songs on Drag Race? I can't never, recall. Never. Maybe, um, what's the one about um, men feel like woman or whatever? Uh, they Ma- they probably did that. Yeah. But like that's a rock song, but that's the only one. They lip sync to a B fifty two song when the B fifty two's were. Yeah, I remember that. Rock Lobster. Uh no, they didn't do Rock oh. Lobster. They did oh, okay. they did, I like Rock Lobster. They, uh, that's a great song, but they did Love Shack because, Love Shack, that's right. Because that was the song that RuPaul made her music video debut on that they disclosed in the episode. But yeah, there are some rockers within the drag scene. Uh it's just you don't see it much on drag race, and drag race is how we consume most of our drag media. Yeah, definitely. And uh, this track, uh, Broken Home, uh, which is off of the compilation album Rock and Roll Whores uh, by the Toilet Boys. Uh, And here's a clip from it. So, fun fact about the Toilet Boys, they were big in the 90s, and um, the drag personality that's part of uh, Toilet Boys is Miss Guy. There was other bandmates as well. Uh, As you heard from that song, it's punk as hell, and it captures the counterculture nature of drag. Like, it it feels... End of the era, for that matter. Yeah. uh, It really feels like what a punk song that a drag queen in New York in the 90s would make. Do we call this punk or pop punk, though? No, this this song definitely is more punk than pop. I'd say that it has like very standard structures for the genre, but it's, not, it's still aggressive enough that I think it's just straight-up punk. Uh, they've... Toilet Boys has released so many albums throughout their career. I think I read it was like around 11. And they've toured with people like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So 
uh, interesting piece of music history, continue to rock, and it's cool that 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 a group like this even exists. So if you find it interesting, uh, check out the rest of their work. They have a bunch of compilations of their music up out on streaming services. Uh, moving from rock bops, uh, I have a specific subgenre of something I call musical bops. I like how we're using the word bop to describe all of these when it's one of the worst words you can say into a microphone. Uh, yes, but you know what? We a, love the bops. Yeah, a bop is a bop. And uh, so I'll get this out of the way. No, I'm not including Rent. And no, I'm not including Hedwig. That would be cheating. That's not cheating. I'd say it's cheating. It's very known to American audiences, I'd say. But not it's too mainstream, and we're hipsters. We don't do that. And uh, this track is relatively mainstream, but not so much to American audiences. So we're going to play a track off of uh, the Everybody's Talking About Jamie uh, West End cast recording album uh, called The Legend of Coco Chanel. Here's a little bit of it. Once in a lifetime, they'll baptize a hero in the blood she left in her wake. The legend of Loco Chanel. I sing a story now way out west. Madam Loco and the blood red dress and all the melody. I included this song for a few reasons. One, I think it's cool that this song comes from a musical that's specifically about a youth wanting to become a drag queen. Two, this song is sung by like the mentor, one might say drag mother character from the show. Thirdly, uh, Bianca Del Rio of Drag Race and just fame, fame, because that girl is huge now bianca del rio fame fame yeah I, girls playing carnegie hall she's just famous now uh so did my high school choir but okay go on um yeah uh bianca del rio took over the role of the character that sings this song for a few months over in the west end which is uh very interesting to think about considering that the singer in this cast op- on the cast album, pretty good. Knows what they're doing. I've never imagined Bianca Del Rio to be a singer. I think everyone that's seen her in the role loved her. So she must do something right. But it's I'd never think of Bianca as a singer. Uh, so finally, you can't talk about drag music without talking about covers and parodies. I mean, you can, but you'd be doing it wrong. Yeah, cover and parody bops. Uh, I'll do quick shout-outs. You should listen to Sherry Vine. You should listen to Jackie Beat. You should listen to people like them who have been in the game for a long time and have made the parody song an art. Uh, If you're interested in the art of drag parodies... So getting those essentials out of the way, uh, I'm going to play the so- uh, cover of the best thing to come out of that movie of Colors of the Wind from the album From Vienna with Love by Conchita 
worst. This way we can get sued by both the original song creator and the singer. Here we go. Think you own whatever land you land on. The earth is just a dead thing you can claim. But I know every rock and tree and creature has a life, has a spirit, has a name. You think the only people who are people are the people who look and think like you. For some context, uh, Conchita Wurst is an Austrian drag queen that's supposedly very big over there. Um, I really, really enjoy this cover. Um, she really does capture the beauty and both the nuance and extravaganza that is Colors of the Wind. Uh, and finally, the other very famous person I'll reference, but I have to because I adore both this cover and uh, the original even more so, uh, is the song... Ladies in Drag, off of the inevitable album by Jinx Monsoon. Here we go. And looking low, while sipping Bacardi, adjusting our hat. Because let's face it, does anyone but a drag queen still wear a hat? I'll drink to that And here's to the girls who stay smart Aren't they a gas? Just to contextualize, if you're not aware This is a, I would say it's like part care cup It's part cover, part parody, and part homage To uh, the Ladies Who Lunch Which is the uh, 11 o'clock number which is means in theater talk like the 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 ball dropper is that, is that is that a phrase that people use it's no um it's the big number from com- the second act of company the masterful musical by Stephen Sondheim I, I think do love Sondheim yes I do love Sondheim uh I think Jinx does a good job at adjusting the lyrics to be appropriate to uh, drag queens while also staying true to the nature of the original song it doesn't feel like she is like crapping on the original song it feels like a, a unique take that also is very reverent of the original because it has a lot of like standout lines and just vocal deliveries similar to the original one it's like we said it's an homage or as some prefer to call it, a homage. Yep. It's a nice alternative to the original, and I think Jinx has very solid pipes. So, yeah, that's it for my music recommendations. I hope I've uh, made a case for there being more to drag music than meets the eye or one might assume it's not all pop music though there is a lot of pop music and there is a lot of good 
pop music. And that there's more to drag music than the world of RuPaul's Drag Race. With that is our episode. Thank you so much for listening and for learning with us. I am uh, Connie Lingus here again with... Hopefully that mad cow disease doesn't come back. I'm just saying, you know, it, it got me a little crazy the first time. We'll see about the second time. I'm implying it would come back. I don't know. We'll find out. Also known as uh, the now better informed Peter, uh, super special thank you to Miss Darling uh, for their song Young Lovers that we've always been using in our intro and outro. Uh, thank you so much and have a lovely evening or day, whichever applies to you. 